0: Hey, what's going on, family? The Caffeine and Creators Podcast is brought to you in part by Emil Coffee, fueling the world's determination to excel with every sip. What is going on, everybody? It is X here. I almost said your boy X. <laughs> but I get, don't you get tired? Like, people are like, hey, it's, it's your boy. boy. Like, no, I'm not. Y'all, y'all might not know me, and I'm not. I'm definitely not everybody's boy for sure. But it's X. What it do? It's X here. You are now watching Caffeine and Creatives. I am locked in here, um, where we like to talk to creative minds about trying times and the caffeine that wakes them up and keeps them going. That is what we talk about here on Caffeine and Creatives. To my right, today. <laughs> I have... What's going on? What's up? The incomparable.
1: Ooh.
0: The uh, multifaceted, multi-hyphened. Thank you. <laughs> um, the only ukulele player I know personally, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it, I have yet to meet anybody in my entire lifetime that plays ukulele.
1: Wow. Dang. I feel like I started the movement. But then I realized there's a whole old people club a whole all people. over the world that plays ukulele, <laughs> and they have these like folk, folk fests. And I found out I thought I was the only one, but they out there, so
0: oh, might don't be. give us too much because I want to ask you about the ukulele. <laughs> I too. got you. I actually have that written down. And I was like, we have to touch. We have to touch that. But Ari Kai
1: Yes, it's me. How you been? I've been good. Getting adjusted to this cold weather, you know? Yes.
0: Because you are Tampa, right? hmm From Tampa. Yes. Born and raised.
1: I was born here, actually, in Atlanta. You were born here. Yeah. But, but I was raised in Tampa, Florida.
0: When did you move to Tampa?
1: Um, When I was like a few years old, so So you from Tampa? I'm from Tampa. <laughs> yeah,
0: I'm from Tampa. I feel it. But sense. I claimed
1: Atlanta when I was like when I was in Why school? does
0: everybody do that?
1: I'm born in I feel, Atlanta, ATL. I
0: feel like everybody always wants to they want to claim anywhere but where they're at. Yeah, like man. especially in like <laughs> in like middle school and middle school was the biggest one. Like it's the biggest flex. If oh, you had, yeah. if your family is from anywhere else other what? than <laughs> my
1: first email was ATL Wiz and I didn't even know <laughs>
0: What the, what ATL looked like? ATL wigs, <laughs> bruh, mine was, I don't even, I'm not even going to say
1: Yahoo. it was my
0: first. Yahoo. Yeah, it was a Yahoo, it was Yahoo too, but it's like I don't even want to say it with my first email. That's but funny. I was claiming something.
1: <laughs> right. We was
0: wild. <laughs> but yeah, you are here on Caffeine & Creative.
1: Yes, I am.
0: I had you come to the show, one, because you the homie. Two because there's a lot that we can unpack. Um, we're not gonna get too deep, <laughs> but um, you are—you fit the perfect archetype of the type of creative mind that I like to have on the show, right? Um, in the game, like almost—I don't want to say professionally necessarily—but um, pursuing and being seen by the public for a decade. Yeah. I How does mean, that feel? Have you thought about that yet?
1: It's wild. I feel like I, my first live performance was twenty fifteen. So
0: so six years ago. Yeah. And then was like that, I've
1: always been singing.
0: Was that was that wasn't Hard Rock Cafe, was it?
1: Mm-mm. That was uh it was uh, the Orpheum in Ebor, which just closed. Sad, mm. sad times, but um yeah, it was for Mew Magazine Awards in Tampa. Okay. And it was awesome. How so, close
0: was that in your Hard Rock Cafe performance?
1: Like, the same year, yeah. So. Okay, cool. Yeah, See, that's same told you year. Yeah, fun.
0: same year. All right, so I, I was about to say, I, I dug back. What I like to do, especially for, like, um, I consider us, like... I feel like millennials is like broken into like two oh, for sections. Sure.
1: For sure. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we're
0: like on the top millennial chain. Mm-hmm. So, and the interesting about <clears throat> the, inter- the interesting thing about like our generation of millennials is we started the internet sensationalism, what? like putting yourself out there and all of that good stuff. But we have probably the most what is the word? The most like uh, valid receipts Mm. when it comes to internet, because we're the only generation that can that has proof on the internet from that long ago. It's crazy. Like everybody, I feel like most of the people that are doing and blowing up now, like their receipts go back maybe three,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. three, four years, maybe Mm -hmm. four years at the most.
1: Yeah, my archives looking thick. Archive man, I (laughs)
0: watch. You know what I watched earlier today? I watched a cover of you oh, sh- doing uh, <laughs> Just Hold On, We're Going Home by Drake.
1: Oh, man. I was in Canada when I did that yes. one. Yeah. That was like one of, my, I think that was my first
0: That's the cover. Lo- that is the oldest and first cover on yeah, YouTube. Yeah, that was my first I, I get YouTube upload. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was cold as
1: hell. <laughs> I just remember being out there, old as fuck, singing. But yeah, nah. Wow, you dug deep.
0: I did. I'm
1: crazy. I looked
0: at. I looked at that. I was like, man, that was. Hold up, I got it written down too. That was eight years ago.
1: Yeah, yeah, that was wild.
0: Eight years ago, that was your first YouTube upload. Mm-hmm. And then I saw. What else? Did I say I went through your YouTube for sure. Gosh. I and, clean then that thing I saw, up. and then I <laughs> saw. No, you have to keep you have to keep. That's that why up I did it there. Though. I'm to you gotta keep it, was, it up there.
1: The progress is crazy. Yes.
0: And then I saw, so I'm gonna go through a, like a, a couple of benchmarks and what nice. I noticed. and then I want you to explain to me the the where you were at in life and what that transition was you. for you. So we started at the Drake uh, just hold on, we're going home on YouTube, first YouTube upload That's eight years ago, wild. right. And then we went to um your first original. With Mayweather, wow! Right,
1: sheesh! <laughs> My first music video
0: ever. First music video <laughs> ever, right? Which was six years ago. Yep. Um, and then you corrected me on this before, before because I don't think the other performance was. Was your other performance on there before um, the Hard Rock?
1: No, actually, that's somewhere on somebody's YouTube channel. I can't find it, but yeah, it's out that. there. It's floating. You look hard
0: enough. Um, but that was also six years ago. Yes. And then we turn around and we have like a breakthrough—the fourth wall with your Timmy Turner. Yeah,
1: covered. that was that was when stuff changed for me. Like, so yeah. That explain, was...
0: explain to me what. Where you were at, what place in life were you from Canada Ari Kai, to Timmy Turner?
1: So when I uploaded my first YouTube video, I was just starting to get into music. I mean, I went to school for music all through middle school and high school, but like original music or like anything outside of opera, because opera was what I studied before. I did not know that. Yes, and there is YouTube videos and i'm not telling that you that makes a lot
0: of <laughs> that makes a lot of sense though because based on based on your me being a fan based on your your choice of like your vocal capability and your choice of melody and how you write musically Jeez. opera makes it makes you make so much you need to tell people that more
1: classical training for <clears throat> i got a classical training session once a week one on one for Four years during high school. Mm-hmm. Well, shout out to Miss Eubanks, she's the truth. Um, but yeah, so going from that in school, I had just graduated high school in that uh, that Drake cover. I had just started working with my first team ever, who was like, "You're good. We we're gonna buy you all this equipment and we're gonna put you in the studio," and they became homies for forever. But mm-hmm. you know, it it was just all new to me, and so. Um, they encouraged me to put on some YouTube videos, so mm-hmm. I was in Canada and had some free time, and I uh, had just got my first like big ukulele compared to like the tiny like this my first ukulele. It was literally like this big. It was mm-hmm. a little green ukulele, um, and so I had just got like a decent sounding ukulele, and so from there I. Um, I was just like writing my own music at that time. Never really been in the music studio before. Hadn't really performed before. And then, you know, 2015 performed for for the first time. Um, And actually, let me correct myself because 2014, at the end of 2014, I performed at a going away party that a lot of people saw me at and Mm. then 2015 was my first like real performance on a stage and like Mm. you know and so from there I just kept getting bookings and 2016 I uh, finally started to get paid for my I didn't know you could get paid for performing I was doing it solely because I love to do it but Mm. somebody was like which
0: is you should I feel like that, so somebody
1: actually had to be like, "What's your rate?" And I was like, "Rate? What you talking about, rate?" And mm. they were like, "You do all this for free?" Because I swear, after my first show in twenty fifteen, it was like it was mm. just the right place at the right time because people from Miami, Orlando, Tampa, St. Pete was all there in one mm. room. So I ended up just just getting lots of calls to do all these different events. And by twenty sixteen, I was uh, performing for. A living like I quit my job in 2016, you know. Met me and Brody started dating at the end of 2015, so we kind of was like on that, you know, nomad like freelance artist life, mm-hmm. you know, struggling but creating and loving life. And then 2017, I got a call from one of the homies, and they were like, "Listen to this song and learn it. it just dropped today." And it was the designer didn't know what the hell he was saying, so I had to look. <laughs> <laughs> I had to look. Shout out to designer, he's cool. Clarem. I fuck with him. But um, he, yeah, I just I didn't know the song. You know, I was told to do this this cover, and that's back when I was doing covers heavy. Mm-hmm. And so I did it. And um, <clears throat> the homie Farnum, he actually brought me into a studio to do that. That was my first like mic'd up.
0: Yeah. Good Cause quality. I, I know, and I noticed that difference. I was yes. like, I didn't know how much of, um, because the first time I saw that cover was after the designer replay. Right, right, on right. Because yes. what was what was that on? That
1: was on MTV. On MTV. I think they took. I think they stopped doing that, and they took a lot down. I don't know if it had to do with something with like copyrights, and none of my business. True. But yeah. I, it was fun while, like you know, it was, yeah. It was but the, fir- the
0: first time I saw it was that. Yes. So I wasn't, I didn't know how much of that was like, okay, I'm gonna do this for like. It's like, not like nah. it's not like now where it's like, oh, you did this you this Instagram TikTok challenge nah, and it had you wanted to challenge of everything.
1: No, nah, yeah, it had been out for a while, and um, funny, I was coming back from Canada. When I got the call about the MTV thing, so it was like, shout out to Canada. My, my whole I was family. To, I was about to say I was say,
0: what is it? What is your what is your connection to Canada? Just to, my mom's to
1: Canadian, and um, she's uh, our family's from Italy on that mm. side. So um, my entire Italian family lives in Canada. So okay. up until you know 2020, we were going there like once twice a year, and so yeah, it's just ironic that a lot of the. First for me was coming mm. back from Canada or being in Canada, but um yeah. So I, it was my first high quality cover. Shout out to Farnum, and um and we did a few of those, but that was the one that hit. Like mm. I think it was just because it was like the first day it dropped. Cause it was a mm. freestyle he did. It wasn't mm. even like a song song. Mm. Like um and we did it in the black and white like like he did the freestyle. Mm. And, um <clears throat> people loved it and like to this day people are still doing like remixes in Germany and stuff wow, like what? that thing has
0: 3 300k right now.
1: That's crazy. Like there's one the that end. has like I don't know if you saw the Norway one but it's like DJs and they've been just doing lots of remixes and it's mm. like they'll take designer then a clip of my cover mm. and then like mix it in with their mix. So all, collectively, that joint has meals and Man, I'm like, I'm sure. yeah, it's I'm crazy, say, sure. it's crazy, and I'm, it's, it's it was a super super huge blessing for me because I feel like people kind of took me a little bit more seriously than mm-hmm. just like the little ukulele girl, <laughs> who mm-hmm. plays ukulele. So yeah, that's that's really the the timeline between those two videos.
0: <laughs> that's dope. So right after that, you're starting to see, um, what success looks like for you from mm-hmm. a larger um I guess, I guess the word i want to use is like untouched audience yes. because up to then it's like you have you have a lot of supporters but, but it's it's all it's all from like touching and and yes. being in front of the people you yes. know what i mean that's your for your sure. bread and butter is like if any of y'all haven't seen <laughs> this woman perform live
1: man that's my that's my shit <laughs> the stage is my so, passion
0: right so it's like so after that happens you're starting to see like okay i can touch all these people that i haven't even been in front of yet yes um so what is going through your mind from like how to if you are at all thinking about like how do you capitalize off of that moment or what is your it was
1: it was overwhelming cuz like before ntv hit me up um the cover was doing so good on its own, so mm. uh, it was just like dope. All these people like it. Oh wow, people are mean on YouTube. People are nice on like I kind of got a gist of what being in the public eye was really like. Mm. And then when the MTV collab happened, I saw like just so many people who like had never really paid much attention, and I just realized that like you know, I just got to keep working. Like Mm. it was, it. I'm very hard on myself, so I enjoyed the moment for a second, and I was Mm. like, "All right, what else?" Because, you know, this is only gonna last so long, you know. And so, yeah, I just, I, I was able to get a taste of what, you know, my art could do, and and it it was definitely motivating. Mm. (laughs) It was motivating.
0: I love, I love your story personally because. The stuff that I pay attention to, stuff that you don't see, right?
1: <laughs> I believe it.
0: <laughs> not not the stuff that you don't see as artists, but like I'm I'm asking in my mind, I'm asking mm-hmm. the questions of like, all right, I see this, I see this consistency, I see like this big like that was the one,
1: yeah,
0: um, and then I see a void, mm-hmm. and then you come back. I'm gonna, we're gonna hit that, but what happens after? Like, what? It why? what What is in that gap of space before, because right after that, I see like not so many covers.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't
0: really see too many um live performances and shows. It's yeah. like, all right, well, is she riding? Some people' is like you see they like, all right, well, are they just riding this wave and promoting mm-hmm. that big hit um trying to see where what connection that's gonna make um, but a lot of times it's something else. What was the case for you?
1: I'm trying to think back to that time. After I uploaded that video, I had moved to Orlando. <clears throat> so being in a new city where they don't really pay their artists, performers, some people do, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I, majority I in Orlando. I mean, yeah, I know I, you know. Okay, I, I came up in Orlando. <laughs> I know you in know. In Orlando, so it's like thirty artists on one bill. It's just mm-hmm. stuff I wasn't used to. So we lived there for three months. Um on a studio, like on a studio compound, it was a really dope experience. But we ended up moving back, and then I started doing a lot of cover gigs. So I wouldn't really like post about it because it wasn't original music. So mm. that period of time I should talking about, I was really just getting bread, mm. singing covers at restaurants and bars. So mm. things that I really wasn't like, oh yeah, this is dope. Let me post about this. Yeah. It was more so, you had to go back and get hey, take me out here. You know, I'll be at such and such bar, Mm -hmm. singing from, you know, whatever, whatever. And then, you know, Cody and I had started uh, street performing. So Mm -hmm. that was a really big part of, like, what we were doing in 2016, 2017, and 2018. So it was more so just, like, off social media and more Mm -hmm. focused on, like, making a living. And and the Mm -hmm. only way I was really able to do that. Was to sing songs that I didn't really want to. And I got burnt out off covers. I just, Mm. because I was doing it every, like three times a week, Mm. I didn't want to upload nothing on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I was over it. You know, covers really was never my thing. It was more so, you should do this, you should do this, you should do, it. and I got sick of it. And then 2017 mm-hmm. was when I dropped my my first album, Colorful, which isn't online right now, but it will be.
0: And it's amazing.
1: <laughs> so if you've heard it, I mean, you can find it um, online, um, it's just not on every streaming platform right now, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, so I was just, you know, going through like... Finding a balance between original music and covers, and I kind of just got burnt out. And I'm still, I'm still burnt out off covers. Like <laughs> people hit me all the time, like you should cover this, and I'm like, I'll do it when I'm called to, but it's not something I'm gonna force myself to do anymore because I don't ever want to grow resentment towards what I love to do, and I feel like that's what what covers was doing to me, like, right.
0: you know. So, um, and then so picking up from there. When I do see you resurface, mm-hmm. I see you a lot more. What I'm what I'm seeing is a lot more grassroots um, in the garage with your ukulele. Yes, like yes. <laughs> like very like zinned out mm-hmm. like.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm not really caring if you really fuck with this. Yes. This is more just so yeah. what I was feeling. Mm-hmm. Like, what is the inspiration? Or really,
1: but... just like I went from paying for studio time for those few covers that were like good quality, and it's like, why am I doing this for songs that are not mine? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I just started doing covers, you know, wherever I wanted to, wherever I could, and. And then I started traveling a lot. Um, mm-hmm. 2017, at the end of 2017, I came to Atlanta for the first time and we street performed. And uh, I had an amazing time. I I got co-signed by a few really dope people and they put me on their Instagram live and mm-hmm. I grew a lot of followers out here. and. And I was able to come out here for shows, and I was getting booked for shows. So a, a lot of that, uh, it's just like not really wanting to, you know. I'm an independent artist; I've mm-hmm. never been signed. Um, I have a management team, but that's a, <clears throat> you know that's recent. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, I was doing it all on my own. So really, just trying to like make it shake without spending all my money on things that weren't really like going to serve me in the future. You know right. what I mean? So. Just travel. At that time, I was just focused on like traveling, networking. I was in New York, Atlanta, and Miami, like a lot. Um, yeah, I was definitely on that gypsy life. <laughs> like we were, <laughs> we were, we was out there <laughs> traveling and just like couch surfing, and you know, it, it was dope. I, I wouldn't trade for the world. It, it yeah. definitely like, I, I wouldn't know you. I wouldn't know jazz. Yeah. I wouldn't know Bree. Um, you know, it's just dope. All the people that it's mm-hmm. introduced me to Thanks. that part of my life.
0: <laughs> so how has, um, if at all, because I don't know the intricacies of your, your team now. Mm-hmm. So from, <clears throat> from let's put you in the studio, Canada cover, yes. to how your world operates now, how important and how have you found and built your team around what you're trying to do now?
1: Well, in 2018, I did the Afropunk Battle of the Bands, and I was a finalist, and on the semifinals, there was a DJ, um, and she just reached out to me and was like, no matter what, if you win, go to the finals or not, I want to like link up, I think you're dope, I, you have something special, and I just want to talk to you, <clears throat> and uh, she, we ended up linking up, and Um, she had never managed anybody before. I'd never been managed before. And I was actually one who approached her on some, like, would you ever manage artists? You know, she was, she was working at Sony at the time. Um, she just had a good ear for music. And, um, when we linked up a few times, kept in touch, um, she, she ended up getting me like a few placement, uh placement um, opportunities just off the love and so eventually I was just like what's up what you trying to do (laughs) and she was just like you know I've never done this before but if you want to try it let's try it Mm. um and so for two years we did that um Mm. and I was always in New York like she really really like helped me expand um in New York and uh you know I dropped a a few more songs and Um, I was just really trying to like expand my live performance repertoire and like make Mm. sure I was, you know, uh, not doing so much street performing and more so getting in these venues. And so she definitely helped me out with, you know, it's all about who you know, and she had a different network than me. So, um, that was really important. And then, you know, I went on tour 2019 and then fast forward to 2020, we added, another woman on board um who she had worked with previously and uh she was more so you know she was more so a helping hand to us um and i'm trying not to say people's names just because it's you know but she ended up the second person that we started working with ended up uh working with um a management team and um it was a small team. It was very like a up and coming sort of thing mm-hmm. um but they liked they liked my music, and we needed more help because my o g was just getting busy with you know she had real life stuff to do too. you know this wasn't everything she's doing. She works in the music industry um <clears throat> and so uh we just needed we needed help uh so that the roles and the delegations could be spread out. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that happened in March of last year. And um, yeah, it's, you know, obviously 2020 was just quiet for everybody. But 2021, I came and dropped my first song in a year, next fall. And so just having them, having different ears on the team is just like, it is essential because, you know, two sets of ears is dope. But <clears throat> when you're when you when you're working with people who like, you know, have worked with other people and seen things work and like, you know, I have a goal of getting a distribution deal and their other artist has the same exact outline of the deal that I want. You know, mm-hmm. you're gonna listen to these people, mm-hmm. kind of, you know. You I obviously have to keep my uh my style my style but yeah, artistic integrity. yes yes mm. and they know that and they give me total freedom because they're my management team you know they are you know I'm not signed to a LA. label but <clears throat> just having just having people in in my corner um who do have a bigger network a stronger network and who is you know they're all just the goal is to just get get my music out there so I think mm. it's very vital um <clears throat> when you're at a point where you can't keep up with everything yourself. Where you can't reach out to all these people yourself, and I, I think that there is a specific time when an artist needs a management team, mm-hmm. and I think I <clears throat> played that out perfectly. I I did it on my own for a really long time, so it's mm-hmm. nice to have people people who you can rely on, and you know, just be like, hey, I need this. Can, can you help yeah, me? Yeah,
0: like yeah, no, I I think from from my seat because I think. Being the engineer producer that's in the room all yes, the time yes. from uh, trying to get it out the mud and pull up to my house okay. artist to label, deal, budget, yes. best studio in the world. <laughs> like they're all, is the storyline, I've seen the story play out time and time again and it's like everybody's like oh i need management i need management and then i've heard managers is like well what do you have to manage (laughs) like like you need something to manage Mm -hmm. in order to need a manager Mm -hmm. which is real and i don't think a lot of artists i think um which i'm gonna talk to you about this offline yeah but (laughs) but i want to put i want to put together like in a sense like a like a, a industry summit
1: I like that. Where
0: we kind of like better define like the the operating roles of what a team looks like. Yes. Um, Like some people think they need a manager when they need a... Whatever it is, a, a, a talent, director. a creative director, yeah. or
1: something. Yeah, because they're you
0: not know. that. Like, Yeah, you
1: know what I mean? <laughs> they're not that. Management uh, is not a lawyer. Management yeah, it's is, not a, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's so many other different yeah. roles. And I've learned that too because I'm not working with people who have been doing this for forever. I'm working with people who have had really good luck in the few situations that they've had mm-hmm. because they worked hard. And it's more so of us all growing together, so it's a different situation. Which is the bit
0: that's that's my. Favorite. I love it. I love it. Me and Bree <laughs> talk about that all the time. It's uh, our biggest thing is networking across versus networking up. Yes. Which uh, yes. Issa Rae, Issa Rae. I love that. I love yeah. her. <laughs> so yeah, Issa Rae. Um, I think I don't know if she tweeted or she was in an interview mm-hmm. one time. She was like, her biggest thing and her advice to most creatives, up and coming creatives, is make sure you're networking across versus trying to mm-hmm. trying to network up and like most people are like oh I want to deal I want to work with no. Sony or I want yeah. to work with such and such
1: like I've been to I've been in the Sony building and I we got yeah. to pick out records and it's like yeah. it's cool but you know and and when she was showing my stuff to the A and R's there. They was like, "What's up? You trying to get a deal?" And <laughs> me, me, and my, OG is just like, "No, nah, that's not what we trying to do. We are just mm-hmm. trying to show you like what's what's good, mm-hmm. you know." Because these are her coworkers, you know. At the end of the day, a deal wasn't what we were looking for. Right. Um, and so it's just all about timing, and it's all about are you willing to like go years with this team yeah. without seeing re- not results, but you know, some people be like, all right, I got a management. They better make me famous this year. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> no, no, not at all. I mean, it could work for you in that, mm. in that, you know, if 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 I wanted a record deal right now, we could make that happen. That's mm. just not what I want to do right now. I can't say I will never want a record deal, but mm. right now distribution is, is the goal. So I think mm. just like in my specific scenario, um, I'm just super blessed to have people who have worked so hard to get to where they are and 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 you know are able to start their own and um and include me I'm I'm excited yeah. to be a part of what what they have going on and and I feel like every artist should uh weigh all their options before they just decide they need a yeah. management or a deal or whatever because yeah. you know it's not free to have a management <laughs> let's just yeah. be real they're yeah. not just doing it for free you know right. it, it they're getting paid every time I'm getting paid mm-hmm. so you got to just take account you got to make sure that you know you're ready for for whatever you signing up for you know
0: yeah and I, I think a big part in um what i've seen from your success and what i value in uh mine and our friend circle yes. is like understanding the value in um raw talent like we're
1: You're, surrounded by I like, it. <laughs> understand
0: that but I mean understanding and being able to see that and grow with it in real time like mm-hmm. to see your first cover to you I don't know at what point you met Ari to Ari is now Lil Yachty's videographer
1: it's nuts. and
0: like you know what I mean, but and the quality <laughs> and the quality matches the time invested, like been
1: looking and every, at it since he was like five years old,
0: right? And then it's like <laughs> and it's like, right, and it's like people look up and they're like oh I gotta get somebody with this quality, this quality and stuff, and it's like, duh. I'm not gonna say the only reason, but it's like the main reason that you have that quality is because you grew with somebody yes. who didn't have that quality, yes. and now like they had a vision, and now their quality matches their vision. Like yeah. it's
1: crazy. I mean, if you don't know who we're talking about, AMD Visuals. Yeah, AMD Visuals. Um, shout out to my guy. Shout out to him, and he, uh, we're both named Ari too, so that was a little. Yeah, cool. that was I, <laughs> call him, I call him Adi. Because that way we just Maddie. like, because we were like, "Are you?" We we're like, huh? <laughs> right. On set, that's a, very confusing. Right. But I mean, nah, you right. was definitely like, uh, you know, he he hit me up trying to make music actually. That's that's how we yeah, actually because he, 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 he produces, produces as well. Yeah. And then, <clears throat> I saw that he had a red cam. And I was like, he probably got some quality footage too. And he came out um, around the time I was in New York for Afropunk. And then so, we just kept, I think we did like, three videos together, and on the third video, he was like, this is probably the last time we're going to be able to work for a while, I, you know, because he had moved to Atlanta and did an internship at Camp Kirk, and, you know, he put that work in. For, mm-hmm. He was interning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if people know what that means, but you're working for free. Yeah, I, I, about say, I, came up, so, I, I came up on an internship.
0: Yeah, like, I mean, a lot of people remember, did, mm-hmm.
1: and so, you know, a lot of people think he just got it easier. No, he put in work. He moved here, you know, he was like 20 or 19, 20, just just moved from Miami. And when he told me that, you know, I would always have to fly him. So like I would always have to fly him wherever I'm at or I would have to come, you know, here. And I remember him telling me like, yeah, Yadi wants me to be his videographer. Like, and I was like, what? Like, you know, because it's just so cool to see somebody come from like Just doing it because they love it to Mm -hmm. really making it a living, like Mm -hmm. and and making it what they do for a living. Because Mm -hmm. he has been doing it for a living, but now he's getting his flowers and and he. I I hope he gets more and more because he deserves it. So that's just an example of watching Mm -hmm. hard work Work pay off. Right, exactly. (laughs) It's crazy. Um,
0: I think keeping it with that same mindset. Like, what did what would you say is the um, compared to eight years ago? Aric to 2022. I, I'm still getting comfortable with saying 2022. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm still stuck in 2019. I feel like nothing's really happened. <laughs> like 2019 was like yes,
1: and then 2020, I was about to go on a tour, and then I was like, yeah. So it's like it's yeah. I mean, uh,
0: but um, the difference the eight years ago to now, what is what is the redefinition or redefined? Success look like for you.
1: Defining success looks, it looks like making good art with my homies. It looks like, you know, collaborating more because I did a lot of my stuff by myself for so long, and music included. You know, Um, I'm still getting comfortable with like, not being so hands on with production because I'm realizing that in order to grow, Mm. you have to have other people involved in that as an artist. Yeah. I play instruments, but ukulele doesn't have to be on every song. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm learning these things. So so redefining su- success for me is just being able to do what I love um make a living off of it and to eventually be able to you know Travel the world and be on all types of stages because I got a taste of that and I want to I want to make sure, obviously it's hard to do that mm-hmm. <laughs> right now but mm-hmm. I have hope that <clears throat> soon it will it will be available for for all of us that have been waiting and right now I'm just focusing on writing. Um, I recently moved to Atlanta and um, I've been just locked in with with the boys. Um, we're just writing, we're writing hits, and we're yeah. trying to get those placed. Then we yeah. will, we will get Big those placed. Uh, by the way,
0: um, <laughs> I might have heard the, to my knowledge, the <laughs> the only trapped out, auto song from Ari Kai. <laughs> yes. <laughs> which is fire, in its own right. Like I I know that's not your Steve's, mm-hmm. but. The girls can do it. <laughs> if, if, you, if she wanted any of y'all lane, I'm just letting you know that.
1: It's, the, it's a struggle though. <laughs> it's a struggle when you're, and this sounds crazy, but it's a struggle when you're good at making so many different types of music, but you have a specific vision for what you, you want to release. Mm-hmm. It's almost harder than if it was like, all right, I'm just good at this and this is just what I'm good at and it's what I'm going to do. <laughs> right. It's like a, a jack of all trades.
0: Yeah, I got. We we've had that. Yes, conversation,
1: yeah. I mean we. You already know, yeah, yeah, and yeah. so it's it's an evolution, and I'm glad that you've been a part of it. You know, I don't know if they know, but, saying, hey, but you've been it. you've had your hands on a lot of my favorite songs, and um, it's gonna it's gonna stay that way. So.
0: I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, what was it? Oh, I didn't ask you this earlier. I wanted to ask you. This. I meant to ask you this earlier, so it makes sense chronologically. We're probably gonna have to edit it and oh, put it earlier. So um, how and why. Ukulele.
1: Man. Easy. Um, I wanted to play guitar. I bought guitar. Um, actually, my dad got me a guitar for for Christmas or something, <clears throat> and I had just started high school, and I rode the school bus still, and there was no time for me to practice because I was waking up at five in the morning, catching the school bus, going to school. Um, getting home, doing homework, going to sleep, like, you know, mm-hmm. basic high school stuff, right. but I saw a ukulele in the mall somewhere and I was like, it's like a little guitar, <laughs> what the hell? And I went and I started playing That was it. your first time seeing a ukulele? Mm-hmm. I was like, what? I mean, I saw it on SpongeBob. It's <laughs> a cartoon though. So I am like, oh, it's just a little guitar. And I just remember being like, whoa, that's dope. And then a homie uh, named Joy, she had got a ukulele and she mm-hmm. would just play songs all the time in class. Because I went to a magnet program, so I only had like three academics each year of high school. And then everything else was like practice periods or music, mm-hmm. you know, very, very chill. Um, So I had a lot of time during the school day to, to practice. Mm-hmm. It was just that who's going to bring a guitar on the school bus and like carried all the way around. Um, And so I saw her. I saw her playing it, bringing it. We would all sing songs and stuff, and I was just like, "Yeah, I want a ukulele for Christmas." So I told my mom; she got me one. She got me a black one, and then we had this rocking chair, and I had like left it on the floor, and it like I think she sat down and like it broke. So I was devastated, and then she got me a green one, and that's why I got the green one tied it because it was the first one that I like learned on. Mm. And I started just bringing it everywhere I went; like you would not see me without it. It mm. was just. If I didn't have it, uh, you didn't see that. (laughs) There's like no reason, and so yeah, like tenth, eleventh, and twelfth grade was spent just playing ukulele like all the time. Anytime I walk around, because there was a point, you know, after I graduated, uh, there was a point where I was like living downtown St. Pete, so I would walk everywhere. Still had it, didn't have a case because it was so tiny, Um, and. You know, just people would be like, "Hey, play that," and I'd play and sing. Like mm-hmm. I, I got my practice, um, and I got people always ask me why I don't have stage fright. Never did it was because I have always been performing for anybody who asked me to do it, because it was like what I love to do. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so that's why I picked ukulele because it was just convenient, and and then I realized there was like really high quality ukuleles mm-hmm. out there, and. Uh, ones that have a plug in, and you know, so it was like, why switch to guitar at this point? Because yeah. I love to do it. And I mean, there's still, don't get me wrong, I I have guitars and I try to play them, um, but it is harder. Yeah. I, I'm a singer. Um, ukulele was a tool for me to be able to sing without having to sing over other songs or look up backing tracks. up uh, so really, I don't consider myself a. Ukulele player. I mean, I do, and I got a lot better at it. But essentially, so to, it was <laughs> so to get a whole endorsement. Yeah,
0: yeah. So how do you not call yourself a ukulele player? And I get mean, a people always look at
1: me crazy when I say that. But the whole point of <clears throat> playing a ukulele started so I can sing my ass off anytime mm-hmm. I wanted to. It was about singing. It's always been about singing, and so mm-hmm. um, yeah. And then I f- was blessed enough to get sponsored by Kala and. Um, they show me so much love, and I found the baritone ukulele because I really do love the sound of the guitar. Mm-hmm. Um, and the nylon strings on a ukulele is just a lot more like high pitched and like beachy sounding. And so I found out that there's a baritone ukulele that has two brass strings, like the guitar, and two nylon. <clears throat> and so it's a good mix of ukulele sound, guitar sound, and it's bigger. It's like pretty big, and um, so they they sent me one of those, and I took that on tour, and I have not put that version down since. Like mm. they sent me all types of ukuleles, but that's the one that I play. So mm. it evolved to you know a ukulele about this big to now I'm playing a pretty big ukulele, <laughs> and then it sounds like guitar, so yeah. it's dope. I mean I, it's the best of both worlds, and I can't say I won't ever you know dabble with a guitar, but. I mean, ukulele's my thing. I I, I prefer playing ukulele and having one of the homies who will shred the guitar come play Mm -hmm. with me. I mean, there's no point for me to be like, all right, let me pick up this guitar because I know so many talented guitarists and it's not my passion. I'm a big advocate on if it's not passionate, if you're not passionate about it, don't do it. I mean, try it out. But if it's, you know, I have guitars laying all over the house. I don't play them because it's not.
0: What I wanna do. Right. You know? I feel that. Yeah, hey, I think this it's um I think that goes into what uh Bree Bree and I defined what our twenty twenty two mantra was gonna be. And this year we've been focusing on uh Content consistency <clears throat> collaboration. That's it's the three C's. That that's we amazing.
1: With. I might
0: have to steal that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, like I've been pre like that's what I've been preaching. Like
1: y'all been doing great. Like
0: like yeah. gonna been pushing P. I'm I'm pushing C. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm pushing C. content. Yeah. Consistency collaboration. And I think what you <clears throat> were just saying is, um, keen in knowing when and how to collaborate. Cause like like mm-hmm. you. Myself is when you're a jack of all trades, right? When there's like many different things that you probably could be um, in your own right a professional Mm -hmm. if you just put the time and dedication into and energy into that. It's like how do you focus on one thing and doing everything yourself because you're a jack of all trades for so long? Yeah. What does collaboration look like? I just started. Collaborating with other producers like end of last year, (laughs) yeah. I mean, (laughs) and I like we're talking a decade, a decade career, and less than three months ago, I started collaborating with other producers, and it's like I don't even know. There's so much
1: in due time. Yeah, I
0: I collaborated in college a little bit, but it's like collaborating doesn't even look the same Mm -hmm. now. Like I'm like now I'm like all right, dang, you can sync. Ableton sessions with somebody else and I don't even
1: know what you talking about. Yeah,
0: exactly. About. Like it's All a I know is, you
1: Y'all be making it happen. <laughs> y'all be making right. it happen. Right. Um like. but I
0: but I say that to say um how you were saying like uh, certain things that you're just not passionate about and you mm-hmm. have to re- you have to be real with yourself and recognize those yeah. things. And I feel like that's the biggest I don't want to say biggest. I feel like that's a telltale sign of when and how to collaborate. Yes. So there's certain things where it's like you might be capable of figuring it out, but in those situations it's kind of like instead of me I can figure out some guitar chords. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. Let me not figure out some guitar chords. Right. Let me use let this. Somebody... Yeah, let me let me use this. Snap. The, yeah, let me <laughs> let me use this opportunity to collaborate. Let me make this better than what I can just do it my, by myself cuz By myself, I can just get it done.
1: Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, I don't want to discourage people from trying because I think if you're picking it up and you're doing it, it's a passion of yours. And like, Mm. but for me, I've learned because I play piano, I can do drums. Like, I used to teach uh, kids. So I know a basic level of a lot Mm. of these instruments. It's about, you know, being in love with ukulele. It's Mm. not about, because my dad's always like, why you don't play guitar? (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) Because I don't want to. And that is a good enough answer. (laughs) Like we do not have to do everything that everybody wants. Creatives are put under so much pressure. Like, you know, I'm a looping artist. I don't post a lot of that. And I that is one thing that I do wanna do, but the passion is on stage in front of people. So like Mm -hmm. content, there's a block there for me because it's like, yeah, I know it's what we should be doing. But it's like it's hard for me to like set up that camera and play the same way that I would in a room full of people. So I'm trying to there's a disconnect for me and I'm trying to figure that out. But you can't I can't put too much pressure on myself because it's like, you know, there's there's a happy medium. Yes, we, we have to do some things that we don't wanna do to get what we mm-hmm. want. Mm-hmm. And it's just about deciphering what's what. You know,
0: so mm-hmm.
1: pick up the guitar if you want to pick it up. <laughs> yeah, I think yeah, I
0: think my philo- I think my philosophy and train of thought on it is the uh, the the Prince philosophy. Yeah. Of yeah, Prince. Prince was always big on knowing every aspect of the music industry. Yes. So even if that's not your job, you should know yes. what that job does. Yes. So that. If some that you can hold everybody that's doing it for you mm-hmm. accountable. Like I don't play guitar, but I can hear guitar and I know how guitar operates well yes. enough to articulate what I want a guitar mm-hmm. player to do. Or if they're not doing what I want them to do, then how like, all right, well, how do we find this happy medium? Like yes. how do we get the how do I get the best out of you? And how can I push you as well as you're making me better? Like yep. I wanna be able to make everybody around me better as well as me becoming better from mm-hmm. the situation. So that's what collaboration is doing for me I going forward.
1: That. I love
0: that. Um that's how I'm looking at it. And um our collaboration's fire. I can't
1: wait to the world I mean, you know, this is the process. <laughs> Thank you for being so patient with me. <laughs> no, um but it's gonna be worth it. When 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 the world hears it's 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 gonna be worth it. I definitely You know everything I'm working on, so just know what's coming. Hot fire.
0: (laughs) Um, Before I let you get up out of here, there is one question that I'm trying to ask everybody. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what would you say is your most valuable habit?
1: My valuable habit? That's a good one. My most valuable habit is surrounding myself with people who create, that is something that I I, I get uh, I get energy from, energy's huge for me. So, you know, some people might look at it as, oh, she just hang out with her friends all the time, but little do they know, my friends are talented as fuck. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, right, right. yeah, we might play FIFA for a second, right. but we going to go down to the studio right. and get some work done, we're going to come up with ideas, we're going to smoke and fucking talking about all these crazy ideas and then bring them to life, you know. It's mm. a, it's so um just I, I like, you know, I like my alone time, but I do really like to be surrounded by mm. surrounded by people who are on the same wavelength when it comes to creativity. So that mm. is it. <laughs> and my
0: and my second question, second part of that same question. Um with f- Knowing your most valuable habit, going through everything that you've been through, mm-hmm. what would you say has been your caffeine to keep you like, all right? Because we've all had those moments of like, I might just. Do this. <laughs> I
1: mean, um, shoot, I kinda, you know, I can't say. If, I you didn't. Could pin, if, you, yeah,
0: if you could pinpoint like what that motivating factor or factors, if it was more than one, I was mean, for you.
1: Definitely my partner, Brody's like very supportive but he sees the vision and he's always he's in the friend group regardless if we was together or not and um just art like you know art inspires me you know i'm not a dancer but when i see somebody dance it's like it inspires me so caffeine to be my caffeine is being able to observe other people in their element and let it inspire me to continue to keep going because um, you know, if I was only surrounded by musicians, mm. that that would be cool, but that's not the case. You know, my partner is an amazing painter. I got to see his entire painting career come into fruition and, you know, <clears throat> engineers and videographers. So I think my caffeine, what's what's helped me keep going is that I'm inspired daily by... Who I surround myself with, so that's why you know that's a good habit to Mm. have, and it is valuable because um, it's just uh, I don't I can't see myself not, and that's why Atlanta so is so dope to be in Atlanta. I've never Mm. lived in the same city as my creative team, so Mm. it's dope. Like we we never (laughs) have lived in the same city. Me and Audie have never lived in the same city, and um, being here with Brody, it's uh, it's just dope. So I think that that is our cafe, and just observing other art forms and you know collecting inspiration to fuel what we want to give to the world
0: (laughs) I respect it yes thank you thank you I appreciate you for coming through um dropped a couple gems in there I know I might have to pick them (laughs) out for like (laughs) micro content heck yeah um I appreciate you for coming out
1: no thank you for having me um can't wait
0: for this hot fire
1: I can't wait either Um, and I need some production too Coming
0: coming, <laughs> coming very soon. Um, where can the people find you? Oh, we, just we type in
1: tie A-R-I space C-H-I is the easiest way to find me in the search bar.
0: Cool. Just, yeah. like, just Google me. <laughs>
1: Something
0: like that. I ain't even going to tell you what social media is. That <laughs> If you just do t- want to handle it. <laughs>
1: It's Arikai. I T S A R I C H I. Just that.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that. You know what I'm saying? A R I space C H I. Put it in Google. It's me. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Email Coffee, um, official sponsor of Caffeine and Creatives podcast and show. Um, yes, plush pillows.
1: Comfy. Here. you know what I'm
0: saying? Comfy. doing it big. <laughs> Um, yeah, this has been Caffeine and Creatives. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Caffeine and Creatives, that's spelled all the way out. Um, and on YouTube, that is CNC Network. Um, I'm gonna make sure I put that somewhere in this. Right here. <laughs> so, um, shout out to my guy Fisher behind the cameras. Shout out to the whole team making this possible. Um, we're out of here.
1: I appreciate y'all. Oh.